بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث رحمة للعالمين سيدنا وحبيبنا وسندنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد أند علماء esteemed elders brothers السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته we thank and we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for having blessed us with the countless blessings that you and I experience on a daily basis. And we hope and pray that Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala continue showering these blessings upon us daily and may it never come to an end until we achieve the ultimate blessing. And that is being in the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the highest stage in Jannah. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. We also send salutations and durood upon, upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the words that he has taught the Sahaba, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid. We are ever thankful to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala for having made us Muslim, for having made us among those chosen servants that bear the kalima La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. Honestly, the best part of a person's life is in this kalima. Because this kalima means that a person has come to terms with the fact that there is only one Allah worthy of worship and that Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was the final messenger to have come and we are the followers of that very Nabi. And just to be an ummati of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is something great of its own. Now ultimately, you and I, we should have one purpose in life. And that is to achieve the pleasure of Allah. Because by achieving the pleasure of Allah, Allah will reward us with Jannah. Something that you and I crave and should crave for day in and day out. And in order to achieve the pleasure of Allah, we need to listen to Allah. We need to obey Allah. And in order to obey Allah, we need to follow the model that obeyed Allah the best and that obeyed Allah the most. And this is Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And in order to follow the teachings of Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we need to be a little bit more informed of just who this Nabi was. Because in order to follow him, we need to love him. And in order to love him, we need to get to know him. So the best way to get to know Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam is firstly by looking at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of his loving servant. Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala says, in the 11th juz of the Qur'an, Surah At-Tawbah, the final few verses. لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ عَزِيزٌ عَلَيْهِ مَا عَنِتُّمْ حَرِيصٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَأُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ That, O oh people, a messenger has come to you from amongst you. So this is no stranger, this is no person that you are looking at for the first time. He has come from among you. And just who is he? What kind of characteristic can we possibly attach to him when we introduce you to him? Grievous to him will be if you fall into any trouble. 
that this Nabi would be so grieved if he were to see any one of you fall into any trouble. Azizun alayhi ma'anittum. And he is ardently desirous of your welfare. This Nabi only wants something good for you. He is not there to ill-treat you and he is not there to wish you evil and wish you ill. Again, Allah wa ta'ala describes him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ that, O oh, Nabi, we have not sent you except as a mercy unto the worlds. That, O oh, Nabi, it is certainly from the mercy of Allah that you are kind and compassionate to these people that are just out to get you. These kuffar that just want to see you fall. These kuffar that just want to harm you. Because of our mercy, we are allowing you to be merciful to them and compassionate to them. And if you were a hard-hearted person, if you were a rough and tough person, then these kuffar would turn away from you even further and they would cast you further away from them. For you in this messenger of Allah is Uswatun Hasana. Such a beautiful example to follow. Ya ayyuhan nabiyu inna arsalnaka shahidan wa mubashiran wa nadheera. O Nabi, we have sent you to the world so that you can be a witness and testify to the people that there is only one Allah to worship. And we have sent you to the people to give them glad tidings of an everlasting paradise. And we have sent you at the same time to warn them of an eternal fire wherein the people who sinned and the people who disobeyed Allah and the people who ascribed a partner to Allah will live therein forever. O Nabi, you possess sublime qualities. O Nabi, you possess sublime qualities. Now a person will ask that Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had come with this Qur'an via Jibreel alayhi salatu wa salam from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly. Now this very Qur'an that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam teaches within the Qur'an the name of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is only mentioned four times. Muhammad is only mentioned four times. This will really put a person in a bit of a problem and he'll ask that why is it that the Nabi of Allah's name, Muhammad, was only taken four times in the Qur'an? So, many of us are married. Our wives will love it when we call them by endearing names. Instead of just saying Fatima, Aisha, whatever the name is, Khadija. But when you say, my sweetheart, my darling, my love, then the wife gets happy. And likewise, as a husband, when your wife calls you by a loving name or an endearing name, we love it. Likewise, Allah addresses His Nabi with endearing terms. Ya ayyuhal muzzammil O Muhammad, the one that is wrapped in a garment, 
Ya ayyuhal muddathir. O Nabi who is clad in a cloth. Why is this an endearing term? Because it was at that moment when the Nabi received the wahi for the first time, revelation for the first time, and his loving wife had come and covered him with a cloth, with a blanket, with something warm to give him that comfort. So, O Nabi, your wife is giving you the comfort. I don't want you to stress. You have everlasting comfort in my Jannah as well. Ya ayyuhal rasul, O messenger, Ya ayyuhal nabi, O prophet, to testify that your message is true. These kuffar may not listen to you, but O Muhammad know very well what you carry in your heart and what you say on your tongue is something true. In the 28th Jews of the Quran in Surah Al-Saf, Allah makes mention of how Isa alayhi salam explained to his people of the coming of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَمُبَشِّرًا بِرَسُولٍ أَحْمَدٍ That, O oh people, I am coming to you with glad tidings at the same time, to, with, the, with glad tidings of a messenger that will come after me, Ismuhu Ahmad. His name is Ahmad. So scholars mention that the first name of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is actually Ahmad. Thereafter, Allah had blessed him with the name Muhammad. And if you look at the name Ahmad, what does it mean? It means one who glorifies and praises Allah the most. So Allah first ensured that this Muhammad was sealed. His heart was contained with the love of Allah and the praise of Allah. That he was the one that praised Allah the most. That is why Allah then made him Muhammad the praiseworthy one. The one that would receive praise after he had praised Allah. In order to become more familiar with the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, wouldn't each one of us love to have seen his face? And we make dua at the same time that Allah affords us the opportunity of seeing the face and seeing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in our dreams. Ameen. In a beautiful hadith mentioned by Hind bi Abi Halah radiyallahu an, who was the stepson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, as he was the son of Khadija radiallahu anha from other marriages, from another marriage. So Hind radiallahu anha is once sitting with the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Hassan radiallahu anha. And Hassan radiallahu anha asks his uncle that, Oh uncle, oh Hind, my, my dear uncle, can you please describe to me how my grandfather looked? Hassan radiallahu anha did see his grandfather, but it was well known among the Sahaba that there was no one that could match the description of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam the way Hind bin Abi Hala radiallahu an the stepson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam would do. So Hind radiallahu an starts and he says, كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ فَخْمًا مُفَخَّمًا That the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam had great qualities and he was held in high esteem. You want to know about his face? His face would shine. His face would shine like the full moon on the 14th night. And Hind radiallahu anh uses the word from the word which means a pearl. So the Nabi of Allah, his face is likened to the shining of a pearl. 
The Nabi of Allah was medium height. He was neither too tall nor too short. Azim al-Hamah. The Nabi of Allah had a well-formed head. And this is a sign of intelligence. Rajil al-Sha'ri. In infaraqat aqiqatuhu farraqaha. The blessed hair of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was wavy. It was neither too curly nor too straight. It had a wave to it. And when the Nabi of Allah would want to split his hair, he would find a pathway already on his hair and he would just make it a little bit more neat. You wouldn't need to go to the barber and use GHD and use extra curls and make it. It will come naturally. This was a perfect Nabi. When the Nabi of Allah would grow his hair, then he would grow it until his earlobes. The Nabi of Allah had a luminous color, a bright color naturally on him. He had a pronounced forehead. And scholars mention this is a sign of benevolence and good character. The Nabi of Allah had dense eyebrows. They would come very close together with a slight gap in between. That in between the eyebrows of Rasulullah there was a vein. And this vein would protrude whenever the Nabi of Allah would become a little bit angry. The Nabi of Allah had a pronounced nose. Not protruding, not too big. But this nose, it had a shine to it on the tip. So it made it look as if it was pronounced. But because of the shine at the tip of the nose of Rasulullah wasallam, this was something beautiful for people to look at. The Nabi of Allah had a dense beard. The Nabi of Allah had fleshy cheeks. A pronounced mouth. The teeth of Rasulullah had very, very slight gaps between them. So it wasn't gapped teeth, nor was it very close together. It had very, very slight gaps in between. The hair on the body of Rasulullah the Nabi of Allah had a line of hair that would come down his chest and reach his navel. This is a really beautiful explanation of the description of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That the neck of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam resembled that of a statue. Now we know the kuffar at that time, they really revered statues. And whenever a person would carve a statue out, an idol out, then people would, uh, would marvel at it. And they would, be, uh, they would be really excited when they would see it. So the Nabi of Allah, his neck was even more shinier than that, than that statue that they would build. His neck was completely clean. It was completely clean from any kind of hair and from every kind of dirt. When a person does anything strenuous, any kind of activity, generally the first place that gets dirty you'll find is his neck. The Nabi of Allah, he was moderate in all of his body parts, his limbs, his legs, his arms, everything was of a moderate size. It's unfortunate we won't be able to go through the entire hadith. It's a really lengthy hadith. The soles of the feet of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam were a bit deep. He had, smooth, he had smooth heels. No cracks in the heels. The Nabi of Allah had such smooth heels that if any water would fall on it, that water would just pass off his heel. The Nabi of Allah looked with a light eye. Whenever he would be see a person, he wouldn't stare at him. He wouldn't give him the look. He looked at him with a light eye and with modesty. 
يسوق أصحابه ويبدأ من لقي بالسلام and when the Nabi of Allah would walk in his entourage of Sahaba he wouldn't walk like a boss he wouldn't look, walk as if he owned the earth and yet Allah was ready to give him everything in the worth of gold Allah was willing to turn the mountain of Uhud in gold for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yet يسوق أصحابه he used to be the man behind وَيَبْدَأُ مَنْ لَقِيَ بِالسَّلَامِ and whoever he met the first thing he said to them was السلام عليكم peace be upon you we are here with a message of peace Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam very beautifully put by another scholar the name of the scholar just slips my mind right now that Musa alayhi salatu was salam makes dua before going to Fir'aun to speak to Fir'aun and invite him to Islam Oh Allah expand my chest for me and Allah mentions about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Alam nashrah laka sadrak O Nabi of Allah has Allah not already expanded your chest li amri Musa continues Oh Allah make my matter easy for me وَوَضَعْنَا عَنْكَ وِزْرَكَ O Muhammad, we have taken that burden off your shoulders. We have made it such that your back doesn't need to be broken anymore. We have made it already easier for you. Ibrahim alayhi salam makes a dua. وَجَعَلْ لِي لِسَانَ صِدْقٍ فِي الْآخِرِينَ That, O oh Allah, the people that are going to come after me, let them speak good of me and let them hold my name in high regard. وَرَفَعْنَا لَكَ ذِكْرَكَ O Muhammad, we have raised your name higher than it will ever be and higher than anybody else's name. Musa alayhi salam says, وَعَجِلْتُ إِلَيْكَ رَبِّ لِتَرْضَى O Allah, I'm coming quickly to you so that you can be pleased with me. وَلَسَوْفَ يُعْطِيكَ رَبُّكَ فَتَرْضَى O Muhammad, your Rabb is going to give you something so great that you are going to be the happy one. And many scholars mention regarding this final or regarding this ayah in Surah Al-Duha that what is it that Allah will give to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that will make Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so immensely happy. And the preferred opinion is that this is referring to that one dua that every um, Nabi had which was a guaranteed dua. But most, in fact, all of these Nabis have already used up this dua. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa mentions that I have stored and left this dua for akhirah. A lengthy hadith comes and the Nabi of Allah says, Ana Sayyidun Nasi al I will be the master of people on the day of Qiyamah. And people will be running helter-skelter. People won't know where to go. People will be in such a frenzy. This will be the condition of the day of Qiyamah and the people on the day of Qiyamah. And people will run for salvation. They will come together in a group and they will start discussing, start planning. How can we become saved from the punishment of Allah? Because they will see Jahannam right in front of them. So one person will say, I think we should go to Adam alayhi salam. So the people will rush to Adam alayhi salam. And they will say that, Oh Adam, Allah had created you himself with no need of a womb to hold you and to allow you to grow. The soul was blown into you, O oh, our father Adam. Allah, come, Allah had commanded the angels to make sajda to you, O oh, our father. 
please intercede for us. And the reply of Adam alayhi salam will be simple. Nafsi, nafsi. This is a day I need to worry about myself. This is a day I need to worry of my own salvation. Okay, go to Nuh alayhi salam. Maybe you will be lucky there. And the people will rush to Nuh alayhi salam. Oh Nuh, you were the first messenger sent to this earth with a sharia and with the message of tawheed. You have been described by Allah as Abdan Shakura, a most grateful servant. Oh Nuh, intercede for us, help us. Nuh will say, Nafsi, Nafsi. I am also worried of this day. I am also worried of the punishment of Allah. I need to worry of myself. Go to Ibrahim. People will rush to Ibrahim. You are Khalilullah. You are the bosom friend of Allah. Allah had tested you and you have passed all of those tests. You are such a beloved servant to Allah. You are the father of all the Nabis that had come afterward. Intercede for us. And Ibrahim salam will say, Nafsi, Nafsi, I need to worry of myself. Go to my brother Musa. People will rush to Musa salam. Oh Musa, Allah had honored you with Nubuwa. Allah honored you with a heavenly book, with the Torah. Allah had honored you with speaking to him. You are Kalimullah. You have spoken directly to Allah. I need to worry of myself. Nafsi, nafsi, go to my brother Isa. People will rush to Isa alayhi salam. Oh Isa, you are, a, you are such a miracle. You have been created without a father. You have spoken as a baby. Oh Isa, intercede for us before Allah. People, nafsi, nafsi. And people will not know what to do until they come to the best of creation. Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Oh Muhammad, help us, intercede for us. Ya Rabbi Ummati Ummati. Oh my Rabb, help my Ummah, save my Ummah. And the Nabi of Allah will come to our veil, our avail. At that point, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will fall into prostration beneath the arsh of Allah. And he will start praising Allah the way Allah has never been praised before. Until it will come to that deciding moment. And Allah will say, Ya Muhammad, irfa' ra'sak. O oh Muhammad, you can get up from your sajda now. Sal Ask and you will be given. Intercede for whoever you want and that intercession is granted. The Nabi of Allah will lift his head up. فأقول, ummati ya Rabb, ummati ya Rabb, ummati ya Rabb. Ya Rabb, save my entire ummah. The question comes now. Can we safely call us ummatis of Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? We claim to love the Nabi that we don't, don't even try to follow. We claim to love that Nabi that we, don't, that we don't try and follow. What will happen when we come to the Nabi of Allah on Qiyamah? And the Nabi of Allah looks at our appearance and says, uh-uh, this is not how I taught everyone to dress. This is not how I taught a person must look. Where is the beard? Where is, I, I don't see it. At that point, what will we say? 
So in order for us to be counted as ummatis of Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and gain the salvation of Allah from the punishment of Jahannam and from the punishment of the hereafter, we need to practice upon what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam has taught us. So it will teach us to love him more, to be like him, to obey him, obey whatever he has taught. Ultimately, that is obeying Allah. And what we had said in the beginning, our purpose is to attain the pleasure of Allah and the only way to do so is by obeying Allah. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us to become ambassadors of this deen and ambassadors of sunnah. May we become an embodiment of Quran and sunnah, the practice and teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so that we may be joined with him in the highest stage of Jannah. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar, أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد
لكشف الشدائد إلا هو ولا يدعى لدفع المصائب إلا هو وما مراد العاشقين في الدارين إلا هو وما طلب الواصلين في الكونين إلا هو المخلوق كلهم ضعفاء ولا قوي إلا هو والناس كلهم فقراء ولا غني إلا هو وما للعارفين رجاء إلا هو لا واحد ولا ماجد إلا هو لا حافظ ولا ناصر إلا هو غافر الذنب قابل الطوب شديد العقاب ذي الطول لا إله إلا هو وما يملك السمع والأبصار إلا هو ويعلم وما يعلم الجهر والأسرار إلا هو وموسى على الطور حين ناداه قال لا إله إلا هو وإبراهيم في نار العميق حين ناجاه قال لا إله إلا هو ويوسف في قعر البير حين ناجاه قال لا إله إلا هو ويونس في بطن الحوت إذ ناجاه قال لا إله إلا هو ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأن محمدًا عبده ورسوله هو الحي لا إله إلا هو ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدًا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فيا خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى ومن يعص الله ورسوله فقد ضل وغوى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم إن زلزلة الساعة شيء عظيم اعلموا أن الدنيا دائرة ولذتها فانية وطاعتها باقية وحاصلها فوت وآخرها موت قال الله عز وجل كل نفس ذائقة الموت إخواني لنا بدن ضعيف ضعيف وسفر طويل طويل وزاد قليل قليل ولحد عميق عميق وصراط دقيق دقيق وميزان عديل عديل والقيامة قريب قريب والحاكم رب جليل والمنادي جبرائيل والنار حريق حريق وتقول النار هل من مزيد هل من مزيد وتقول الجنة وعدي وعدي وتقول الكعبة زواري زواري ويوم يقول كل ملك مقرب ونبي مرسل يوم القيامة يا ربنا نفسي نفسي 
ويقول آدم صفي الله يا رب نفسي نفسي ويقول نوح نجي الله يا رب نفسي نفسي ويقول داود خليفة الله يا رب نفسي نفسي ويقول يوسف صديق الله يا رب نفسي نفسي ويقول سليمان صاحب المملكة يا رب نفسي نفسي ويقول إبراهيم خليل الله يا رب نفسي نفسي ويقول إسماعيل ذبيح الله يا رب نفسي نفسي ويقول موسى كليم الله يا رب نفسي نفسي ويقول عيسى روح الله يا رب نفسي نفسي ويقول نبينا وسيدنا وشفيعنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم يوم القيامة يا رب أمتي أمتي ويقول الجليل الجبار جل جلاله عم نواله عبادي عبادي لا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الساعة لآتية لا ريب فيها ولكن أكثر الناس لا يعلمون بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بالآيات والذكر الحكيم إنه تعالى جواد كريم ملك بر رؤوف رحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرًا ونذيرًا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئًا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته وعن أنس بن مالك رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدق حياء عثمان وفي رواية معمر عن قتالة مرسلا وأقضاهم علي وأفرضهم زيد بن ثابت وأقرأهم أبي بن كعب وأعلمهم بالحلال والحرام معاذ بن جبل ولكل أمة أمين وأمين هذه الأمة أبو عبيدة بن الجراح رواه أحمد الترمذي وعن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ضائعة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رواه الترمذي وعن وعن عبد الله بن مغفل رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الله الله في أصحابي الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم ومن آذاهم فقد آذاني ومن آذاني فقد آذى الله ومن آذى الله فيوشك أن يأخذه رواه الترمذي ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقد 
وقنا عذاب النار اللهم أغثنا اللهم اسقنا غيثا مغيثا مريئا مريعا نافعا غير ضار عاجلا غير أجل اللهم سقيا رحمة لا سقيا عذاب ولا بلاء ولا غرق اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر إخواننا المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان يا رب العالمين اللهم اجعل هذا البلد آمنا مطمئنا وسائر بلاد المسلمين ومقدساتهم اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وجعلنا منهم واخذل من خذل دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تجعلنا منهم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون استووا صووا صفوفكم واعتدلوا kindly ensure that the صفوف are straightened and that we are standing shoulder to shoulder with our heels on the line. الله أكبر. الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى 
زَكَّى وَذَكَرَ اسْمَ رَبِّهِ فَصَلَّى بَلْ تُؤْثِرُونَ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةُ خَيْرٌ وَأَبْقَى إِنَّ هَذَا لَفِي الصُّحُفِ الْأُولَى صُحُفِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَمُوسَى الله لمن حمده الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبن كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر 
إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير اللهم لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا ينفع ذا الجد منك الجد اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل ونعوذ بك من النار وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل اللهم أجرنا من النار اللهم أجرنا من النار اللهم أجرنا من النار وأدخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذ منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين